what you're doing, you're, what you're doing with, you know, when you're creating something, learning the process, learning things about it, that's all so important. It's to constantly keep learning. Welcome to the Passion Behind the Art Show. It's all about diving in with individuals to learn the story behind their passion. It's your host, Daryl Pinkham. What's up? Guess what? It's another week, another amazing guest, and another opportunity for me to bring you value through someone else's story. But before we jump into this week's episode, I just want to let you know that our Patreon page is up and running, finally. And if you're not familiar with Patreon, it's basically a way to support a specific endeavor that you're interested in. And of course, the endeavor that we're talking about right now is Passion Behind the Art, the podcast. So I'd really appreciate it if you would support the podcast through our Patreon page. All you need to do is just go to passionbehindtheart.com and look for the Patreon tab and it will take you directly to the page. This would mean the world to me and everything that I'm doing in regards to the podcast. A large percentage of what I do in regards to the podcast, as a matter of fact, all of it is free. And I would really appreciate you if you could just help support the podcast with as low as $2. Nothing too crazy, $2. And of course, there's various tiers you can support with more. And the more you support, the more incentives you get. So just go to passionbanderart.com and check out the, our Patreon page. This would help me out a lot. There will also be a link in the show notes. So without further ado, let's jump into this week's episode. Well, I am beyond excited to have an amazing illustrator on the Passion Band Art Show, David Martrum, on the show. David, welcome, man. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Dude, like... Appreciate it. Let's just jump into it. I want to hear this story because like, any, <laughs> you produce killer works. I would love to hear. How did this creative journey start for you? Oh, man. Well, um, I would say like most, you know, it's like the standard line is that I li- always like to draw. <laughs> you know, that's whatever. But I mean, I don't know. Like I when I grew like I grew up, Sesame Street had come out a few years before that. And I was obsessed with that. Um, as a kid. And um, I remember just watching that show. And then there was a book that came out after that called The Monster at the End of the Book. Mm. And I was so into, oh man, I was, you know, it was at a perfect time for me to experience that. It came out, you know, um, because I grew up in the 70s and it had started in 69 is when Sesame Street started. So, um, it was a perfect time, you know, to have that. So that really fueled me as a kid mm. to, to draw, you know, to draw all mm. the time. Um, and, uh, I, that's something I, I just always enjoy doing. Um, mm. so that was my childhood. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, um, going, moving on from that, when I, when I, uh, was in high school, I was the kid that would always draw stuff to fit in, you know, like with yeah. the, all the different groups and like, Hey, you know, mushroom, draw me that, you know, or whatever. And I draw, you know, like, just right, to, right. cause I, I really fit in. I didn't like belong, you know, in any 
group, so out, you know, outsider. So um, I did that, you know, in high, through high school, and I was, I was still drawing, and people liked what I drew. <laughs> so that was cool. Um, and then after that, I, I was when I was like 16, I was still I was still drawing, and I got a job at a grocery store, and I worked there for I, like eight years. Wow. I worked there through college. I worked there for a long time. And I really didn't think of drawing or illustrating or anything like that for a living. It was just because my father worked on an assembly line. I had thought, okay, what's going to happen is I'll get maybe I didn't really plan on going to college. I was like, I'll, I'll you know get through high school and then set myself up because all the a lot of the guys – that I graduate graduated with were going to work uh, like for it was at the time it was Packard, which was under GM and they mm-hmm. had an assembly. So my dad worked there for many years and I saw what these kids were making getting out of high school with these assembly line jobs. And it was I was like, man, it was I would be set up nice, <laughs> you know, when I got out of out of uh, high school. So I'm like, I'm just I'm going to do that. You know, mm-hmm. and my dad and my mom were so they were. They pushed me, you know, they helped push me. They're like, my dad didn't want me doing it. Mm. He, he was there, they'll, they'll chew you up, man. You'll be working, you know, different. And now I had, I had been working. So I had always had a job, right, you know. Right. So um, for me, drawing and illustrating never seemed like it was going to be something I could do for a living. I never thought, I never thought I could do it. Like that people would pay me to, to draw, never. I thought, okay, you know, maybe I could get through this. You know, I, I could do this. I could always do this for fun. I can always do this because I love doing it. And so I always had that love for it, but mm-hmm. I never thought, you know, I could do this. For, so I was, you know, like I said, I was ready to do that. Um, and my parents talked me out of it. And my dad and my mom were like, you know, you're going to college. <laughs> they pushed me toward it, you know. So I am so thankful and grateful for them for doing that because, you know, I, I'd be working. I would probably been one of the guys that the plant closed down and, um, you know, you lose your, he, you know, like what happened to my father? He lost his pension. I mean, these companies, wow. you're there for a long time. And if they go bankrupt or something happens, you're, you're left holding the bag. So wow. he didn't want that for me. And he had the foresight to say, ah, nah, man, nah, nah, it's not good. That's not the right path for you. My, my, so both my parents were, they were in there always very supportive. Mm-hmm. Um, they always, you know, told me they liked what, what I drew, <laughs> you know, so I always had that confidence, you know, they That's helped sweet. me, built me up. So I did that. Um, I did that, ended up going to college for graphic design. Because that was, they didn't offer an illustration major. It was a graphic design program with an illustration minor. Mm. So I was, I was like, okay, maybe, you know, I could get, I could get through college with this degree and I can use it. Now the whole time I'm still working, I, you know, I was working um, sometimes night shift at the grocery store (laughs) and, you know, in a warehouse and um, always, like I said, like having jobs you think, okay, you know, they're paying me to, you know, do this, bag this, put this on a shelf, you know, price this. Back in the day, we didn't have scans. You had to price everything. Yeah, you know, the price tag. Yeah, right. 
so you know it was like that you know so it was um but yeah so anyway i got i i made it through college <laughs> it took me longer because i took a year off to work i didn't have you know i, I, you. I was on i didn't have my parents didn't have the they didn't have the means for me to go i'm there so with they, you man they're with you so, so they're like you want to you want to make it through sorry man we can help you to this point and then you're on your own you're gonna have to come up with the money so i was like all right cool you know i'm I was doing it before anyway. Right. And I was a, you know, I was 16, 17 years old. Man, I wasn't saving money before. Like, I was just, and as soon as Glad I got you it. you could buy your own stuff. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. My shoes, you know, everything. So, right. So, yeah. So, needless to say, I had to start putting that toward what I was going to school, which was, no, that was fine. I was, right. you know, worked up. Like I said, I, I really liked typography when i was in college i, I had taken I, I don't know there was something about that i really loved mm. that it and graph design actually at the time was just starting to be digital was crossing right. a line where it was still it was on the verge of you know we had i think we had photoshop too so it was like photoshop and it was all black maybe you could do one layer i don't i can't even remember honestly it's it was so, so it's so long ago it was so long ago. It was all black and white. Um, yeah, but oh man, it, you know I love the typography. And when I was finally getting out, I had got the uh, graphic design professor set us up with these internships. Mm-hmm. So my first internship was with a, a park, and it was a, a state park syst- uh, system. So. I was doing trail guides and hiking maps and stuff like that for this park. And then I would do posters, but all that was cut, cut and paste. It was mm, when you did, right. when you did a poster, you cut Ruby lift and then you cut out the shapes, which actually with illustrating was really cool yeah. because you're, you're doing everything by hand. Any, you know, right. you're drawing this, you know, I remember I did this fishing poster and I drew this giant fish and I had a blast doing it because it was all hand, you know. It was all hands on, getting your hands dirty and just cutting that, you know, masking that shape out, which you know you still do today when you're doing watercolors and right. things like that. So, right. um, so it was cutting out that shape and then you know taking it to a silkscreen shop and then they could run, you know, you pick out your colors. So I enjoyed that. So that was my first job into uh, graphic design. And it, you know what the crazy part is, like almost down to a T. Every designer never thought that they could draw for a living until like either when they're just about to start college or when they're actually into college. Yeah. That is like the craziest thing to me. Like none of us thought that like we loved drawing. <laughs> we loved all these these cartoons and all this stuff. But yeah. For some yeah. reason, none of us never thought somebody's actually making this for a living. Like Yeah. We, yeah, it's crazy. Like, it is. It, it, it doesn't totally matter how is. many shows I do, almost down to a T. Every single person, like later on down, like right there yeah. right when they're about to graduate or when they're in college, that's mm-hmm. when they find out. For me, I found out when I was in college that mm-hmm. designing for a living, like out because I went to school for architecture. Oh wow! So I thought, okay, I love to draw. This is like the real job thing to do. Like, yeah, I didn't know, yeah. like, okay, you can actually do that stuff that you see on TV and all these cool yeah, stuff. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. It is. It is. You just don't, 
you know, I don't know. It was, I, you know, I, I guess it was where I grew up, you know, the way I grew up, I grew up in a steel town that was just mm. this, all the steel mills were starting to close. So everybody right. was, everybody was going, and it was just like, you go to school, you get a job, then you work, and then that's it. You know, like Facts. you make a living for your family. There was not, you know, the you arts. Know, that, yeah, the <laughs> arts. Nobody, it just wasn't something that, you know, and, you know, I, you know, outside of my, my parents and other, you know, I had still had family like, oh, you going to really think you can do, you think you can do that? I was like, no, nah, I don't think I can do it. <laughs> you know, I, I really didn't. And I still, I mean, you know, it was, it's just one of those things where you're, I guess, I, I don't know, I don't want to say program, but you're just, you see what's around you mm-hmm. and you, you know. Yeah. Unless you get that exposure, a, you don't really. Right. You know, right. I mean? no one is walking up to you and telling you, listen, like you can actually be cre- using your yeah. creativity for a living and making right. all this cool stuff. There's nobody really walking up to you, especially at that time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. You're just not you're not getting that information <laughs> now. But now, you know, my kid, I mean, I can tell her, right. hey, you want to do this? It's going to be it's going to be hard. You're going to have to put it. It's going to be just as it's as hard as any job, any job. You <laughs> maybe or, even you know, harder yeah right right you know it's just like anything else you're gonna have to put your you're gonna have to grind you're gonna have to just get a thick skin learn how to you know learn how to roll with what life's gonna throw at you um whatever your career you know whatever your career is but yeah i it's just different now you right, know right, especially right. with every all the technology so um i'm sorry getting back to nah, the whole, you're good, man. getting back to the whole um <clears throat> career path thing uh so first did job the, in graphic design yeah first job in graphic design i was still working <laughs> i was still working at the grocery <laughs> store and i was a <laughs> so i was working there and i was doing my internship and then i was I was going to do another, I was going to work another job. So I was going to work like three jobs. And then I think at the last minute, I ended up just sticking with the the park gig. So I did the park gig. Uh, and that was like right up until that was, I'm sorry, that was before graduation. So leading up until graduation, still had that job. So worked two jobs for about a year. Mm. Then um, what's crazy is we're going way back here. I love uh, it. I love it. Uh, we're going back to when Internet's uh, internet. The web was just starting, and people were building these awful websites. It just like they and wanted. We thought were amazing. We thought this thing could blank on a black background and look cool. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, um, you know, I got in. So I got in with the company that was doing graphics for websites and. Yeah. Oh, this is, this is cool. You know, this is never, no more, you know, I wasn't doing, doing anything with illustration. It was all just, um, you know, working on the front end of, you know, whatever the site would be. And so I ended up doing that for a while, you know, for like a year, year and a half. And then, um, got it. Then I, um, moved up to Cleveland, got a job up in Cleveland. Cause I was, I, I grew up about an hour and a half away from there to the south. Okay. Um, between Pittsburgh and Cleveland. Um, <clears throat> so I ended up getting a job up in Cleveland with an agency Sweet. and I worked up there. That was, and that was really cool. That was, but it was, st- you know, and things were evolving. 
the web was evolving. Right. Things were so you were there was still a a job for people designing websites and for people before it became you know what it is now, where any you know they just have a system where you can. But back, but then you know you were creating the the layout for the everything. page and everything like that. Right, right, exactly. So and then that you know and then intermittently I would get logo jobs and jobs to you know. Uh, do identity and things like that. So, yeah, it was cool, you know. And I did that for, I mean, I was with, bounced around from agencies for, for like, and the whole time I'm not drawing. This is like, you know, I'm not drawing at all. I hadn't wow. picked up for about, I'd say, 10 years. Just wasn't, you know, because I thought, I'm never, I, I love doing this. But I, you know, I just didn't, I don't have the confidence or the, you know, the, my skill level wasn't, I wasn't happy with it. Wow. So I felt, okay, <clears throat> you know, I'll keep doing this and this is cool. I'm enjoying doing this. And, you know, you'd get home from a creative, from doing your creative, well, your job all day. And you don't want to, like, your time is you just want to chill. You want to just sure. watch TV, whatever, and just not, you know, not dwell on it, too, you know to create like draw things so so drawing things would be sparse for me mm-hmm. um and then i don't know uh I, I started you know i started doing it i started drawing again after all that time and i was like man i am not i just thought i have i would look and this is back then this is before Instagram and Twitter and everything else would look at artists because they'd have these books of um, artists where they would pitch to the agencies. Hey, this is a, I'm an illustrator. This is a style I do. So I would look at these books because the agency I would, was working at would have them. I'd be just like, man, I'm nowhere near this. My skill level is like it's going to take it would take me a long time to get. But I, you know, I dove in mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, my wife was very supportive. She was, you know, you could do this. She was nice. awesome. So, uh, I ended up doing that for a couple of years, just trying to get better, you know, trying to, you know, practicing drawing a lot more, um, just doing a lot more like collage type stuff. And, but anyway, I was doing all that and it had come to a point where working at the agency saw, I saw that my heart, you know, I wasn't passionate about it. I just mm-hmm. didn't have the desire you know, it was like, I enjoyed it. It was a paycheck, you know, but it wasn't. So I started going back to drawing and then other designers and a couple other people, Hey, that's, you know, that's cool. Wow. You, you know, you drew that. That's, that's, you know, they would, they would comment on it. And then I would get a little bit more confidence. Uh, and I started doing that a little bit more and more and finally got to a point where I, I finally thought I could, go and freelance and do freelance illustration Mm. so at the time was there were things like dribble there were things like different networks that people were having to put you know their illustrations out i had gotten good feedback on some of those on some of those outlets so i thought can i push this far enough Mm -hmm. that i can make a living at it you know that i can find you know that i can pursue illustration so I rolled the dice and I went out. I was working at the, I just had, we had just had my daughter. So I was working at the agency four days a week anyway. 
So I'm like, okay, I'm going to transition. I'm going to try it. And that's a scary time. Your kid's baby, you're, you, you'd like, and it was very intimidating to try, you know, my wife had a good job, but still, you know, um, it was very intimidating to go out and do it on my own. Mm. I was scared. I was very nervous about it. And the first year was very hard. I'm not going to lie. Didn't have far and few between. Um, <laughs> then I was approached by uh, a company in California who were, was doing children's app, learning applications. Mm. Uh, I was, they liked my work and they're like, hey, would you like to come and work for us? So I ended up getting a job with them. It was all illustration. It was great. Uh, I worked there for a while and then they became Khan Academy. So Khan Academy mm. bought the company I was with. So I ended up, you know, that was Sweet. great. So I was still able to freelance and I had this stable job, stable income that I was working. Yeah, I was working full time at first. And then that I gradually transitioned out to part time. So and part time working part time and freelancing on the mm. other side. So, yeah. Wow. So. Yeah, so it's been a long, long journey, and um, but I'm very happy where I'm at now. I, I, I I've done a couple books. I have an agent now. It's really cool. It's just um, like I said, I didn't think I'd get here. It took me a lot longer than most people. I'm sure, I'm sure it did because you know I'm almost fifty now, and I'm like I didn't even do my first children's book until I was. Uh, 40, 44. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, I, everybody's got a different path and you can't have a set timetable because we're all, everyone's different and everyone has their, their own journey and environment that they have to grow through and live through. So mine, I'm, I guess you'd call me late to the party, always late to the party because I'm, you know, that's just how it's been. You know, so, but like I said, I'm cool with that. If I tried to do this when I was in my 20s, it would have been mm. a disaster. Dude, I mean, that is just like an, a, an awesome story, man, because it's just like, Thanks. it shows like one, like sometimes you just take a different course. Yeah. It, show, yeah. it shows that like life happens and you know what I mean? Right. You go down different right. paths, but it also shows just like, it's never too late. No, no, it isn't. And there's always this, I, I see it a lot on, there's so much comparison that goes on nowadays and you really can't. I, I And I fall in, look, I'm not going to sit here and say I don't fall into that trap. I fall into that trap every time I go on Instagram or Twitter. And wow. I'm like, oh my God, I'll I'm, never get like, it. You see, and it's, that's, and this is one of the things that I love about all this, like when you start hearing everyone's perspective, because all you're looking at is is what someone right. puts out. You he you see their feed, and they're like, I see David's feed, and I'm like, man, this dude is amazing. He's an amazing illustrator. Like I'll never get there, and he's like seeing someone else's feed, and he's like, oh man, this dude is amazing. I'll never get there. And it's just like it's, it's this roundabout circle. And at the end of the day, like we're all going through the same thing. We're all That's like. Right. It's just so right, right on. It's so true, man. This is it's crazy. so so true. You're absolutely right. It's just <laughs> you know, and, and not only that, you're seeing, you're 
what you're seeing is, I don't want to say, it, you're not seeing all the bad drawings. Right. I don't put up all my horrible drawings and my horrible, like, I have tons of sketchbooks that are filled with garbage drawings that I'm afraid to show anybody. Right. You, right. you know, people aren't putting that up. Right. But I guarantee you, there might, you know, not everybody is, I want to say, they're working hard to put up the stuff that they're putting up. Right. Or there's iterations that go into putting up what they're putting up. You know, they're working through it, you know, and that's, that's true with me. I'll do, I never, I'll draw something one time and be like, let's work on, let's improve this. Let's get Mm -hmm. it better. Let's get it better. You know, or what, what am I doing wrong? And so, yeah, I, I, I think you have to take that into consideration. Someone's showing you their fit. A lot of times their finished product and there, what's going into all that. It's a lot. There's a lot of, there could be, there's, hopefully there's a lot of failures. Hopefully there's a lot of missteps because that is all part of getting better and Process. growing. Right. You got to have those, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of failure. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you need it to, to, to improve. So I think that's really important. I love But it, we man. don't see it. I love we it. We don't see it as much. You know? So who so, are, um, who are some of the people that you would say, um, you kind of build your support system around? Um, definitely my parents were great. My wife is awesome. She's really been supportive through this whole, through everything. Uh, and now my daughter is, you know, my daughter's been, she's been, uh, encouraging and she's been inspirational into seeing what her creativity, which is really cool to seeing a kid's creativity kind of fuels you. So you see that like, man. Man, let go, dude. Like, just be a kid again. Right. Look at what she's doing. Look at how loose she is. She doesn't care. Be like that, you know? <laughs> so that's my, yeah, that would be my, my sister's great. I have a really, I am really fortunate to have a great family. I have, my sister has always been very supportive and my nieces, my nieces and nephews. So yeah, I'm very awesome, great. Man. That's awesome. Yeah. So um, what would you say was like the hardest thing you had to go through through this process? Through the whole process was probably just making the jump, going out on my own. It's mm-hmm. probably the, the hardest, you know. That was probably the scariest and the hardest. It, it was at a time when you're, you know, I had saved, I had known enough, known better from past experiences to save some money before I jumped out. Mm-hmm. And before I, I should say jumped out, but you know what I mean. Before I went freelance, I, I, I socked money away because I'm like, it's not always, there's going to be, there's going to be periods where it's going to be thin. Mm-hmm. So and when you're first starting, you, you should have, you know, it's good to have that in place because it is, you're, you're, you're finding work and you're dedicating yourself to finding that work for a while before yeah, you start like your job is to find work when you first it's, start off. <laughs> that's right. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, it sure is. Yep. That's what, that's what you're doing. You're looking, you're looking for that, you know, and whatever you got to do. Yeah, you know, got it. So, that, so yeah, that, so that's cool, man. That that is that is like so cool. All right, so I know you hinted on some of it, but what are some of the ways you kind of generate revenue? Like uh, now you're on your own doing your thing. So I have my my part time job right now, which has been great, uh, and, and that's a hundred percent remote, right? Yeah, that's remote, mm-hmm. right? That's remote. And then I have a shop. 
I've been going back and forth on this on getting, you know, selling prints of things and getting a printer and things like that and pursuing that more. The other half has been children, kid lit and children's books. Uh, so I have an agent that um, I've done books through. So that's been that's been great. Awesome. It, it's it's uh, kind of a marathon mm-hmm. working on a children's book, but it, it's a. Uh, it's like the payoff is right. <laughs> the payoff is, is pretty cool when you finally get there. It's just, you got, you work through it, you know? So yeah, that's, yeah, it was cool. I did two children's book and man, that was like telling me, bro, it, they, it pays well. <laughs> Those projects pay well. It yeah. Pays very well. But my gosh, I'm like, am I supposed to be an illustrator? <laughs> oh my gosh. Maybe not. Cause oh my <laughs> Gosh, it, the process is so long. It is it? It's it just it's a long process, and you have to map out. Okay, what am I going to make? Am I what am I going to make on this book and map it out? Because mm-hmm. if you're mapping it out over a long period of time, you could be making very little. Per you know, right. it, 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 that's why I don't. No one does it. I don't think anybody should or does do it hourly. I think you want to have that amount, and this is what. And then you have royalties and things like that to right. if they they can help you out with. But yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. It's a long process, and I would love to have more time. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to have you know if it's like a, give me three years. <laughs> like dude, like come on, give me some yeah. time. Oh my right. gosh. Yeah. Yeah, it's never. That's the thing. That's one of my struggles. Is I always want to go back and just. Uh, and it's I, always after you finish it, you get a little mm-hmm. break. It's always yep. calling you back. Always calling Call you back. Call me back. You want to? <laughs> they pay well. Uh, those projects pay. Oh well. yeah! Oh yeah! Absolutely. They do. Pay well. They do play. They do pay well, and they're they're like I said, the payoff is great. Right. Um, when you see when they're in schools and. Teachers read. That's, that's true. That's, that's great. true. That's true. So, and so we have we have the shop, we have the children's book, we have the part time job. Is that like three mm-hmm. ways that you kind of generate revenue? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I have never done. I haven't done an author illustrator book where I've written the book and then and also illustrated it. So that's my. That would be a goal. That would be mm-hmm. one of my goals is to do that next. I haven't done that yet. So um, that. That's another possible, you know, way of doing. That is a lot of work as well. Yeah, because you got to write the book. You have to write the book, which is oh my gosh, talk about intimidating. That's like a mountain to me right now. (laughs) But you know that, and then promoting the book. Oh yeah, and and you know, doing book, doing a book tour or something, something to help. Yeah, because you're always promoting the book before and after it's out. You're always promoting the book. Yes, before that's right. Before you want the the presale is huge because you got to push. Oh, this is coming out like in April, and you're already you know, like hey, this is what I'm work. You know, this book's going to be out then, and now you can pre-order books a lot. You know, and you know on one thing, like a few authors that I've had on the podcast, they tell me like how you get a New York Times bestseller is is the pre-sale because. They count all those pre-sales huh? on the day it actually comes out. 
It's not yes. after it comes out. It's the pre-sales. That's how you uh, get New York Times bestseller. I was like, yo, that is crazy. Like, it's you so never crazy. think about it. You think like, okay, you know, I just after it comes out, I'll sell these books. But it's actually, they count the pre-sales all on that one day it comes out. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that nuts? I mean, you you <laughs> are pushing that thing as soon as you finish it, you know? You're like, or you're figuring out, hey, do I need to do a book trailer for this? Right, do I yeah, you got to figure you know, what, out something can to kind of generate. Yeah, yeah. Now, if you're uh, a big name, it It's helps. easier, yes. Have, oh, sure. If you have a big name, you can, you know, that's going to help you tremendously because then you've got, you already got a big reach on whatever right. social, whatever, whatever you're using, you know. Right. So you have that, that reach I would call it a pre-reach, right? Because <laughs> you pre-reach. got reach ahead of, you know, <laughs> that reach ahead of time, you know. So it's, and yeah. it's funny, it's those things you gotta like know beforehand when you're going through all these ventures. You know what I mean? Because it kind of helps. It yeah. gives you a, a leg up because then you'll know the ins and outs of these things. You know, because yeah, you know, you're pretty familiar with that. So yeah. It's, yeah, but I didn't. But a lot of that stuff I didn't know at first, right. and like you said, I had no idea what went into doing a children. Like uh, the first one I did was terrifying because I had no. I I knew I had a, a set amount of time to do it, but it was just like overwhelming. Like I'm going to do all these pages that need to tell this story, and they need to or spreads. And I when the first. What I did was so it was just it was very yeah it was a uh, it was a learning process Thanks. you know doing doing storyboards and coming up with how the story is going to flow and just you know everything mm. so, yeah once you do I think you need to do a couple and then you're you like still okay need a couple more <laughs> to yeah. Eat. yeah oh yeah oh yeah you can't you just keep going you know. You learn more every time. That is you, so you true. That is time. so true. That is so true. All right. So <clears throat> let's jump into some questions. Um, sure. What is the first hour of David's day like? Oh, man. First hour is I get up. I get my daughter's breakfast ready. Nice. I have my coffee ready to go. Gotta have that. I gotta have that ready to go before I do anything. The coffee's ready. It's brewing, um, so that's going. And then I get her stuff ready. Take her to the bus stop. I come back. I do a little bit of. <laughs> I do a little bit of uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild. Nice. For about- <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> I do right, that. You guys for- learned something new about David today. <laughs> Just a little bit is like I, I have to limit myself because if not, I'll go. I'll just <laughs> you end up by stop. the end of the day. He's <laughs> yep, yep. I put on uh, so I'll put on like uh, you know I'll, I'll have the news or Sports Center on or something like that, and then I'll do that for about uh, I don't know fifteen twenty minutes. Then I dive in. Then mm. I'm ready to go. I feel like it's like a warm up or something. You know, nice. like doing that. Now what I should be doing. And what I used to do is I would do a sketch every morning. Mm. I don't know why I, you know, that game really, I blame that game. <laughs> that game is responsible for, no, but it, it's my discipline too. But anyway, um, yeah, I, you know, I used to do, I was doing that every morning and it was cool. It was like this meditative time where it's just, you know, it's just quiet in the house and I got this 
got, you know, I've just finished my cup, first cup of coffee and I'm ready, you know, I'm like ready to go. So I need to get back to that. But that yeah, anyway, I'm, yeah. But yeah, anyway, that's like my first hour is just getting into the groove and then, you know, so Sweet. my days are pretty long. So, you know, I figure it's good to just slowly get into it, you know, nice, so. Nice, nice, nice. I like that. I like that. Yeah. I like that. So what is that thing that you can't live without that's not your phone? Coffee. Oh, got it. Yeah. Um, I mean, if it's a food, it's a food, right? Can it, it be a food or It can be it? anything. Trust me, bro. Okay. okay. I've got yeah. a blanket. I've got. <laughs> it could be anything. Just leave it at okay. that. <laughs> okay. Because second would be snacks. <laughs> ah, sweet, sweet. Yeah, man. Got to have them snacks. What's your favorite yeah. snack? Oh, top I would three. say top. Oh man, just a little bit of Reese's, like a Reese's cut, like just a one or two, you know, like the minis. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, sometimes just chips, just general potato chips, flat, nice. straight up, plain, old, greasy, bad for you <laughs> potato chips, and uh, and maybe what else? Just nachos. Nacho chips. Nice. Big time. That's a, that's a good yeah, collection so. right there. Good collection. Yeah. Exactly. It may not, they may you not know. be healthy for you, but it sure is good. Uh, sure is. <laughs> and you're hitting that one. You're hitting that 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock before lunch. All I'm thinking about is lunch. I need something. <laughs> I got to have a snack right now. It's 1030. <laughs> Dude, as soon as so, we yeah. get off this call, I will be snacking. So, hey, I hear don't, don't feel it. Um, don't feel any way, bro. Oh, I, you know what? You got me thinking about it too. So I might be, I might be doing that too. I might be diving into some nachos. <laughs> oh, sweet. All right. So that's a book recommendation. Any books that oh, you like to recommend? Yeah. Uh, I am into, I have a list. Oh, I have, I mostly get art books. Uh, so I'm, have, kind of a problem with those where I get, I got to, I've slowed down recently, but there was a while when I was going create, I wanted to have all the art books and had to slow myself down. But, wow. uh, so I have, uh, one of the books that I have that I've always loved is called drawn to life by Walt Stanchfield, who was a Disney animator. Yeah. And it's really yeah. about, yeah. you know, it's about, it's, it's about animation, but it's kind of a philosophy book mm-hmm. on how you see the world and how you should, you know, as an artist, how artists see the world and just, ah, it's so good. It's so inspiring. Yeah, I've heard of him. Um, Never read yeah, a book though. Yeah, it's great. It's a great book. Um, it's just, like I said, it's, I think it, it applies to any, I think every, every anyone could read that book mm. in any field right. and get something out of it. It's just a, it's very inspiring uh, just to how, you know, and how things move. How you know these guys were geniuses on how they animated and how they brought things to life and they but they they looked and the way they looked at things you know in that book is just it's amazing so yeah I would recommend that book uh, I have the art of the Dam Keeper by Tonko House mm-hmm. which is excellent I have another book called How to Draw by Scott Robertson which is really uh, about perspective and okay. how you know. That is such a, that is a word that was cringe for me, cringeworthy, where I'd be like, oh God, I got to think about vanishing points and, you know, (laughs) 
if you think about once you you know it's very it's so important it's so yes. crucial to have that perspective down so you're drawing things right. right and i hadn't done that you know for a long time i got i kind of squeaked by you know mm. so i needed to just you know just suck it up and just you know look at the book read this book and learn more about perspective 2d you know two point i'm sorry two point one point three point how you know and looking at things from different angles so it's so important and when you're telling a story to mix those perspectives up right. as well so yeah so that and then uh i have my last one is the art of spirited away which is a uh, mm. beautiful book. sounds interesting yeah it's about the uh, it, it's it's um just a gorgeous book about that animated movie, uh, which is just uh, blows me away. Mm. So it's yeah, that it's a very inspiring book. A lot of watercolors and the concept art that went into making that movie and um, <clears throat> Miziaki. Yeah, so it's uh, yeah, it's the art of Miziaki spirited ways when it. But I just call it the Earth Spirit Away. But yeah, it's, this book is just. Ah, I love that cover. Oh man, and the it's way just, the rest of it is just so clean. Like all the like the concept work, the watercolors that they put into the concept work, and the just everything, the way that movie flows. I that's one of those movies that I that I saw that I don't know. There's a few movies that I've ever seen that actually give you a mood like mm -hmm. you you walk with like this mood or this feeling and that's one of those movies man, where i'm just why well, after i see it or watch it which is you know been a million times it's still it just has an impact so it's a great book Sweet. so yeah Sweet. 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 all right so what is next for dave uh i think i think what's next is trying to author illustrate a book trying to like trying um i did a little bit with i a little bit with animation but learning more about that now there's i i I've, i'm taking classes i take classes through schoolism which is great mm -hmm. uh, so for me it's just constantly learning new things trying to you know i like i said i i love like even the perspective thing as painful as that was initially right. It's really cool to dive in and see, okay, this is how this works. This is how you've been drawing it. And this is how this, you know, actually works. So for me, that's just learn, you know, just taking these classes. That's the next thing for me. Uh, like I said, uh, <laughs> and uh, just like I said, an author illustrator book would be great. Yeah. Uh, I see that as being way down the road for me because honestly, I feel like I need to learn how to write. So that's another thing I need to learn. I really need to learn to do. So, uh, yeah. So, but like I said, I, I enjoy taking these, these classes. I took a class on, um, recently on character design okay. for, for movies and film, which was very, it was really, really great learning. Just the experience. whole construction of the character and all of that stuff. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And there's a, there's one I'm taking now about narrative. It's about, I think character design, character design in a narrative. Um, mm. So, okay. yeah. So, but yeah, those um, those have been great. Those have been great classes. So That's yeah, sweet. but you know, I guess it would just be that those things. So. That's awesome, man. I, I and as I said, like you have an amazing story, man. Can't wait to share this. This is thank you. 
it's Thank just you. very inspiring to just kind of like you just never know man you just never know you just never know no no you don't you, you don't everybody know. yeah you, you never know and it's everybody's like i said everybody's got their own journey you know and you can't to compare yours to someone else that is putting up work you know that you're it's great to be inspired by them but i mean i hear people talking about you know their midlife crisis in their 30s and everything. i'm just like dude i'm almost 50 i don't I I understand where you're coming from. I was there, you know. I know what that's like being. But stop comparing yourself. Mm. I don't know. All right. So as we're getting ready to close, where can people go to find you, learn more about what you're doing? Uh, DaveMotram.com is my website. My handle is dbot70 on Instagram and Twitter. Um, I think that's kind of where I'm at right now. I don't think I really, I don't do, I used to have, I don't have a Tumblr site. I used to, I uh, don't have that. And uh, I, yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at right now. Sweet. Dig mm-hmm. it, dig it, dig it, dig it, dig it. Well, dude, I mean, this has been amazing. Thank you for just hey, pouring, thank you. pouring your heart out, sharing your story, man. This has just been amazing, man. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for, you know, it's just great to talk, talk about sh- talk shop and be able to talk to another, another artist. So thank you for having me on here. Yeah, really man, appreciate yeah, man. It. Before you go, just what advice would you have for any creative out there? Um, I would just say not to take yourself too seriously, mm. but take your work really seriously. You know, take your work, take, you know, what you're doing, you're, what you're doing with, you know, when you're creating something, learning the process, learning things about it, that's all so important. It's to constantly keep learning. You, it, you're not, you're never going to figure it all out. Mm. But, but part of that is, you know, part of that journey is learning something new. That. To me, that's inspire that inspire that fuels the creativity. You're learning something new, and then you apply it. You know, it's a it's great. So I would say, I would say, really, just never stop learning, and don't take yourself seriously because, <laughs> you know, it's just uh, that's how I see it. So sweet, sweet. Yeah. This has been awesome. Thank you, man. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, my pleasure. Thank yeah, you. Man. Um, good stuff, man. Uh, I yeah. really appreciate you coming on and doing this. Uh, this has been great. This has been great. Yeah, um, I've, I really enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. I hope it's been super valuable to you and you're now ready to take your audience building, your community growing to the next level to help you and help me build our empire for lack of a better word or just to build our thing um remember to stop by itunes passion behind the art and leave a review and subscribe it's very important to me it helps the podcast grow and it makes me feel good to kind of hear from you guys to know what you like about this podcast what it's done for you so jump on itunes and subscribe and leave a review passion behind the art Be blessed.